0: Joe, your intro. How do you want to do that?
1: Uh, Well, first, here's what I want to do. First, you want to write it. I want to get Discord up. <laughs> and then <laughs> I want to get to our channels. This and then, well, because I was trying to figure out the glitch, I closed all the browsers, all the tabs, because I'm like, it's probably, Why sorry, don't you Firefox. not Cody in a PWA, Joe? Because... <laughs>
2: You're using Firefox, so you can't have PWAs. It's, it's Sorry, of,
1: can't it's, do that. It's end of life. You just can't. Uh-uh. No. They no. said, uh-uh. You can remove your super cookies, but you can't have PWAs. We're, well, we're removing the super cookies and the PWAs. Yeah. That's it. Was it was one or oh, nine.
0: that was it. Yeah. They they were inextricably linked. We have no explanation for it.
1: Yes. But it's, uh, a, it's, a, it's a super brownie cookie. We call really that nice. a regression,
0: but uh, yes. we're not going
1: to fix it. So. <laughs> right. Coming up on this episode of Linux User Space, we're gonna feed on some backs. We're gonna check in with our Mozilla correspondent. Where will he be this week? And we're gonna find out what happens when Godzilla meets a fire engine. Stick around. Hello and welcome to the Linux User Space. I'm Joe. I'm Leo. And I'm Dan. Leo. Huh? Did you get your Mac? Uh, I got
0: a machine. I didn't get a Mac. It's an M1, right? Oh. No. Oh, no. Leo. I, uh, it's Vince's fault.
1: It's Vince's fault. He has convinced me to hold off. Vince, <laughs> Vince. I tried to convince you. I see how much I... No, you're I... right. No,
0: you're, you're absolutely right. But you know what you didn't tell me? You didn't tell uh, me, it? hey, Leo, you know what's coming out with the second generation of these M1 Macs or whatever? MagSafe. You know what? Oh, I, you, well. know, you know one of my favorite things about that hardware? It's MagSafe.
2: It is pretty sweet. And you know what it's they're the going to
0: do? They're going to sell you a $100, basically, a little attachment to the USB-C uh, charging port, and that's what's going to do the MagSafe. It's going to be silly like that. Yeah. But I don't I'll care. Buy it. It's MagSafe. Mm-hmm. It's going to snap, and I'm going to love it. So I'm going to wait, but I did buy new hardware anyway. Um, My hardware finger was ready. I couldn't help it. So instead, I bought a Lenovo, what is this? A M715Q with an AMD Ryzen 2400GE. So the low energy version of the, uh, the 2400. Yep. And the Q stands for? Quick. I have no idea. Quality? No idea. Cute, because it's so tiny. Oh, it is, oh, well, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a tiny form factor. So those of you on the video, it's it literally is about that big. I love it. This thing is so fantastic. It It is probably about uh, almost three times as performant as my laptop. Wow. Uh, that is huge. Uh, and so now, it'll
1: almost keep
0: up with my phone now. Just That's about. That's cool, great, just congratulations. About. And now my laptop can be a laptop again. I mean, since this whole, you know, what started, Mm -hmm. I've been, my laptop has lived where this little Lenovo thing is now and getting up and moving around or whatever, I would forget to take it. And then I'm like, I don't want to go all the way back in there and get it. So I'll just mosey to my desktop and do stuff. So now I have, I have a actual recording kind of studio set up. I have a laptop to take around with me if I need to do some mobile editing, because that's what you do. Right. And then my desktop. And I, I think I am nerded out right now. I think I'm I'm definitely full on nerd right now.
2: Well, I don't think you can ever be done with that, but yeah, no. that sounds good.
0: No, cuz I think I'll buy the Apple stuff and then I'll be like extra nerd. So yeah. it'll mm. just it 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 goes into the
1: negative uh, eventually. You're in a niche though. You're you're like in miniature computer nerd. Right? Like Uh, like Mac Mini Nerd or like Lenovo Tiny Nerd. Like it's a niche within a you know, like parallels like many niches. It It is. is. You're
2: like very Lenovo centric though. Right.
1: Here's the thing though.
0: I have this laptop and it has a charger. Do you know how to power up these tinies with the same charger?
1: Yeah, right? It's a thing. Yeah.
0: There were other solutions that cost just about the same. But the fact that I have this interchangeability now is fantastic. And if one thing blows up.
1: Is it the little st- r- r- yellow rectangle yep, one? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's a, yeah.
0: And I already have, I mean, I already have like three of those and then I got this and now I have four of those. So it's mm-hmm. just, it's nice to be able to just have redundant stuff. And yeah, yeah that checked that box and really made me happy. Yeah. Um, Makes sense. I will say uh, I did learn HDMI is horrible. <laughs> it's terrible. It, it's
1: terrible. it is Stop not Stop using great. it. Stop putting it on devices. Stop with the HDMI. It's not made for computers. It's made for Honestly, consumer devices. Honestly, I don't devices. even know if it belongs on TVs at this point. Well, yeah, it's like one of the only video plugs we have that doesn't latch in. It doesn't, yeah, yeah latch in. It sits and it's long and it's it's too thin, so it can break, and mm. it's terrible. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a. It's a and then if it's you a, try to old, miniaturize
2: it. it, you get those like mini. Yeah, they're terrible too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's all, it's all bad. Get rid of HDMI. Let's be done with it. Mm-hmm. It's be limited nice. in, in bandwidth. Like you can't do a whole lot with it. Well, oh, now you got to buy the 1.4. HDMI 1.4 and then the bandwidth
0: is yeah. better or something right. like that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Or yeah. just buy a, a DisplayPort. Yeah, DisplayPort maybe? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I started on, on the Lenovo Tiny. I had a HDMI. And coming from my laptop, which was on DVI, because that's what the... Uh, Uh, What do you call that thing? The dock supported, and I had that cable, and this monitor had that, and I was just like, whatever. It's digital. It's fine.
2: Mm -hmm. That's even better. Mm -hmm.
0: And then I moved over to the tiny, and now I I had an HDMI cable. There's no DVI, so I couldn't do that. So I was like, ah, I got an HDMI cable handy. That's fine. I didn't have any extra Display Ports, uh, Display Port cables. Otherwise, I'd have done that. So HDMI, I plugged it in, and I start installing, and I'm looking around, and I'm looking at terminal output, and the text is. Blurry, and I'm like, that's weird. And it's not just all the text; it's some of the text. It's the more red that's in the text or small icons, the blurrier it is. And I'm like, what? What is this? HDMI? It's digital. How is it wrong? How? Like a pixel is a pixel. You color that pixel that color, and that's it. That's the end of the story, right? No. Somehow HDMI was blurring things up all over the place. I was getting. This is not the fastest monitor in the world so you know you get a little bit of that ghosty yeah. feel or whatever mm-hmm. but that it was just it was it was crazy it was way more than i had ever seen on any monitor in my entire life and so i broke down and i bought a $10 display port cable it came in plugged it in immediately didn't have to touch anything they didn't crisp. have to touch anything everything is crisp there's a lot a uh, lot less ghosting reds look like red they're not leaking all over the place oh man so I've learned a lot in these yeah. past couple of days. Uh, but I do, I, I, my, my love for AMD and Ryzen has only blossomed these past couple of days.
1: So, yeah. Some, mm. some good in that. Oh, and that one has a Ryzen in it, huh?
0: Yeah, the Ryzen 2400 wow, GE. I so, a low, about a low powered 2400. So, it's not the newest shiny. I was looking at the 3400 GE, but it was, I think it was like an extra 150. And I was like, mm, I'll save a buck. I don't need that much power. Mm hmm. It's good stuff.
1: Great little machine. I think, I think you can even daisy chain like the uh, video outputs on some of them. I, I was looking at one display setup, and he had like eight 4k monitors running wow. based like after he uh, wow. was able to, I don't know what he was doing with them anyways. Yeah. They're, they're pretty powerful little boxes. Yeah, definitely. So, um, I've told you before, I've got a stack of the Intel ones that I've cycled through at the office yeah. and they're, they're robust. They're solid. They're They've lasted for a long time. I love them. I feel like I need to go and buy a,
0: um, a heat sink fan combo thing just in case, just in mm. case. Because if, if 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 anything's going to break, it's going to be the moving parts. And that's the only moving part that I saw. So mm. uh, 20 bucks, replace that. And uh, you just just be ready that right. way. Because yeah. you know what's going to happen is like the fan is going to fall off its hinge or off its bearing right before we start recording. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, so what will I say, Joe? I will say, hey,
1: uh. Give me 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Give me 10 minutes so I can not go work on the problem I'm experiencing. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. It was yeah, just for me to go outside and beat my head against the brick wall. That makes <laughs> sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Did I get my hair back? Yeah. yeah you I, did. Anybody you did. who's watching video can Yeah, tell that, my, that big yeah. red spot in the middle yeah. of your head. You're good. My You're video good. has decided to uh to glitch and green screen and do whatever it wants. Never been a problem before. Ever. Yep, just today. Who knows? And so
0: we start a little late. Trying to figure out yeah. whatever this is, and oh my gosh, I don't Type, know. Yeah. I, I I still don't know. We tried everything. We tried yeah. absolutely everything. I did I did no all the ideas. updates. You did the rebooted, un,
1: unplugged, plugged un, back un, in, unplugged. Yeah, I I've repowered everything that can be
0: repowered. I mean, how many Y's did you put in that Pac Man command? Well, I was like eight.
1: Hey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You like eight wise. Even refreshed. I really your wanted some updates. Yeah, I don't know. I you, did everything. I've it. done all the things. Yeah, I'm uh, not sure. It.
0: So so you video folks, you get to enjoy the
1: the green flicker. I was this close to rebooting into Windows, guys, just because I know it works fine. I'm, <laughs> I didn't do it, though. Wow. I didn't do it. I didn't do it.
0: I threatened him with the, uh, we're going to name the show Windows User Space if he did that, but... Uh, yes. Yeah, looks like we dodged a bullet there,
1: folks. <sighs> Perhaps. Anyways, I still feel like this, uh, this episode will contain a hashtag with the name of somebody to blame. All right, so... Guys, we're gonna talk about what other people are talking about, or at least what they want to talk to us about. We've got to feed on the backs of some emails. Is this smoking
0: a backstrap
1: or what, what smoking we? a backstrap, yeah. This is smoking backs. Smoking oh, backs. Okay. Got smoking it. backs. Please send us your emails to smokingbacks at fattyback.com. And we use cherry wood and mesquite to, to smoke this cherry stuff. That's wood it. And yes. That's cherry all. wood only. Mm-hmm. It smells and tastes wonderful. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your support. Yeah, we got some emails back, uh, and uh, so let's, I guess we'll tackle these one by one, mm-hmm. but uh, we'll read through them, and then let's, uh, I don't know, let's see if we got anything to say.
0: The first one's about Firefox. I'm, I'm just going to, I'm going to leave. I'm out. Yeah, well.
1: Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, let's see if uh, Matthias uh, agrees with our takes. Starts off by saying, great podcast. I started to listen recently. And I switched last week after many, many years on Firefox to Vivaldi. I usually try to avoid proprietary software where I can and often compromise on the user experience. I have been using Firefox as my main browser over at least eight years. Before that, I was heavily invested in Opera. What drove me now to Vivaldi were two reasons. All right, convince me. Yeah. Let's get it. Let's One, it. Firefox in 2021, this is a bold statement, is just not enough. Oh, that hurts me. Uh, it's probably true. It's, it's it feels is. like a base product. The experience would have been fine five to 10 years ago, but in 2021, I expect a bit of development of the user experience. Vivaldi really tries to deliver here. Everything feels more modern, built-in, tabbing, good ad blocking, image loading can be turned off, et cetera. I still miss the old Opera Turbo function. Mm. Turbo. Remember when Turbo was a thing of things? So a-
0: You're talking about the 100 megahertz to 133 megahertz, right? In the
1: front of the machine, yeah. Hit that button. Why would
2: you turn the turbo off?
0: What's the uh, Opera Turbo button? What is this? We got to look. We
2: got to find out. Dan. Fire up the Waveback Machine, and I'll I'll search for that while you're, while you're How continuing.
1: How to we- enable Opera Turbo. If you were a fan of the Turbo button in Vivaldi, please email us and tell us about it.
0: Yeah. I want to know what this is. It yeah. sounds fun. But I mean, then again, anything turbo
1: is cool. It is. What was that? What was the uh, dial-up... Uh, service that had the net zero remember and then you could get like the net zero turbo and you click the little turbo thing and then you went from like 56k to 58k i don't know oh it's compression
0: uh it says this unencrypted well okay this is just
1: an example and not necessarily
0: unencrypted but it says it's compressed with opera turbo you should not enter okay well that's about http but yeah so it looks like it does compression and so that speeds up loading times
1: Mm. Hmm. Oh, that's okay. a bad thing. Okay, tell, I mean, me if I'm, uh, Mathias, thing. tell me if I'm wrong about that, but that sounds cool. Yeah, it does yeah. sound cool. We don't need the turbo function now because we all have 500K internet connections. Yeah, of yeah. course. I mean, 500 meg. Fiber to the brain. That's how it goes now. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Not 500K. All right, uh, his second point, Firefox for me is slower than, for example, Vivaldi. You can add many of the above functionality to Firefox using extensions, But then Firefox actually starts to feel as sluggish as Chrome-based browsers. Ooh, shots fired. With ad blocker, leech block, and some dictionary extensions loaded, Firefox needs a couple of seconds for me to start working. Also, God knows what code is in those extensions, and amen to that. I am in the same boat. Oh, man, that is so true. He ends, uh, he ends his message to us by saying, "I wish Mozilla starts to fo- would start to focus again on the browser and try to deliver on the user experience. Maybe they should also take their engine more, make their en- engine more adaptable to other browsers and apps. I don't know the implications or the complications regarding that. None of us do, Matthias. That's why we're here, and those people yeah. are doing the smart things that they <laughs> the do. So that's fine. You're in good company." Um, but I would love to see the Firefox engine as a real competitor to Chromium, wouldn't we all? I hope to switch back to Firefox soon. It doesn't sound like you're gonna, bud, <laughs> but right now I explore what else is, uh, gonna explore what else is on the market. So much for that. Thanks for the podcast and great content. Cheers, Matthias. So well, what do you guys think about Matthias's uh, points there? Thanks for the email, Matthias. Yes, thank yeah, you. Thank Mathias.
2: you very much. Yeah. I'll agree. Like Vivaldi's very modern looking. You're biased. You're a Vivaldi user, though. I am. Oh, but I like (laughs) Firefox, too. I mean, so you have some great features um, like container tabs and some security things and stuff built in. But Vivaldi, it's got the good looks to it and the tab features and, you know, it's got the built-in ad blocking. I, I don't know. It's He's probably not wrong. It sounds really good.
0: Yeah, before the show, we were talking about this, and uh, I think I said something to the effect of, I'm going to have to concede today. Yeah, (sighs) it's true. It's true, it's true, it's true, it's true. I mean, uh, tabs on the side, it's got a note-taking app, it's got, like, your bookmarks are in a a sane situation. I mean, Vivaldi is a good browser. It is a good browser, and they focus on the user experience, and you know what? It doesn't matter what your privacy stance is. It doesn't matter the, you know, all these other fringe things that some people care about. If the user experience is not top-notch, people are going to migrate to other stuff. And I keep hearing Vivaldi come up every time, and I can see why. They have all the features that used to be added to browsers with extensions just built in. Yeah. It's built right in.
2: Yeah, I think that's it. You don't have to load a whole bunch of extensions. That just makes the experience that much better. And, and you know, like he said, those extensions, you don't know where they come from. Having the built-in one comes from a trusted source.
1: From the store. They come from the store, guys. They come from yeah. the extension stores.
0: Yeah. And there's a bouncer at the front of that store, and it's like, uh, excuse me, sir, let me, uh, let me look at They're your They're heavily
1: regulated, and there's no possibility
0: that anything malicious could get through. We yeah. can't even Gosh. say that about the Play Store.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is worse than the Play Store, though.
0: Yeah, it's a mm. bit more Wild West than the Play Store. Yeah, I can't disagree
2: at all. I'll also say, like, if he came from opera, like Vivaldi seems like the natural choice to train, you know, to move to migrate to.
0: For a while, I thought they were the same thing. Well yeah, me because too. Because
2: some of the opera developers are now at Vivaldi. So Oh wait, seriously? That's, seriously. It's like a fork, right? Isn't it like a fork? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Or a
1: new project, but but yeah, they carried on their oh, their okay. desires. Like-
2: Somewhere I saw this graphic that had like all the browsers and where they were forked, and wow, did that look like spaghetti mess. But I think if you traced it back far enough, yeah, I think Vivaldi was opera.
1: Well, if you trace all of us back far enough, Dan,
2: we're all a fork. I got to find that again. That was really good. Yeah. We're all
0: mosaic at heart.
1: Yep. Hmm.
0: So, yeah, I mean, I got to agree. I got to agree. Vivaldi's got a lot of those features. I I just tend to not use... A lot of those features, which is I think why Firefox tends to still be a pretty good fit for me. But I will say, Brave is making inroads. And for the reason that that I kind of discounted before, I care about those things. Mm -hmm. I care about uh, privacy and security and what kind of information I'm leaking and what my user agent looks like to websites, things like that. I care about that. But I mean, Dan and I were talking earlier. I think we just settled on the vast majority of people don't, right? Yeah, they don't. I mean, it's it's, it's just not something that comes up in conversation. Was the last time you ever talked about the security of your browser with somebody that wasn't in tech in the in general, right? I mean, their today, eyes glazed over when you um, said the word browser t- no, I don't, today. No, maybe never. I had the conversation today. Did you really? You did. I not. did. No,
1: I did. I promise you. Did you end up sounding like someone that wears a tinfoil hat? No. Are you I didn't. okay? Well, and I'll tell you, it was a problem that somebody ran into. So I was trying to fix it, and I couldn't fix it because it was a problem with Chrome. Oh, and and you know what? I fired it up in an Edge, and it worked perfect first time. Yeah, and I thought, mmm. At first, I thought it was a bit. It was a we use like a secure docs thing. Mm-hmm. So if you got to download payroll, and then it's got to securely transmit it to the printer, you know all that good stuff. So it just decided to stop. It did. They did one batch of checks. They went to do the next batch, and it was like no, Nope. no, it's not working. <laughs> all right. I'm like, did something update? Was there an update to the- No, nothing. So I uninstalled, reinstalled, did all these things. And I'm like, it's still not working. I go, well, I tell you what, it's probably not going to work, but let's fire it up an edge just to make sure because it's already installed on here. First, first try, boom, print, done, batch, finished. Wow. So uh, I was telling him, I go, well, the reason that conversation came up though was I go, you know what? These browsers are being updated constantly. Yeah. There's so many things. And every time they fix ten things, I'm sure they mistakenly break five others. So there could this could be a certificate thing. This could be a like who knows? SS like SSL, like who knows what it is? Yep. It doesn't work. And there's no way yeah. no, We know that. There was no yeah. there was not nothing working. to do about it. So we moved on to the other thing. But yeah, yes. That was my, I I just wanted to trump your conversation. No, we've never had those conversations with anybody. And they look at, they they glaze over after a few minutes anyway. Of course, right? Yeah,
0: just, uh, please just take the mouse and do it for me. I don't want to. Yes. Yeah. So my wife is kind of in that situation too. She'll go onto websites that have a lot of interactive content or whatever. And then I'll hear her because our our monitors are uh, opposite each other. So Mm -hmm. we can't see whatever. Anyway, and I'll hear her like groan and I'm (laughs) like, what's wrong? And she tells me and it's, it's something with the browser and I'm like, are you still using Chrome? And she's like, Mm. yes. So, and I'm like, just get on Brave. Just get on Brave or Vivaldi or Firefox or for the love of God, just get off of Chrome because that is the, all of your problem. And she'll reluctantly pop that browser open and all her problems magically disappear. Yeah, isn't that amazing? Yeah, that that is
1: real. That is a real thing. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you though, you know why people like what you're saying? So for us, we install, we break stuff. Mm-hmm. to play with it. Yeah. All the time. Uh somebody who has learned how to use Chrome or even my dad, he if I told him Internet Explorer was now Edge, he might cry. Like he, he's <laughs> no. he's learned Internet Explorer so well that he, you know, he's got his little mode. And to get him to go to Vivaldi or Brave, yeah, would be such it'd be like throwing a mac in front of him. And he's been using Windows forever, and he would just be irritated the whole time. He's seventy plus years old. He's he's just he doesn't care. He just wants his email, yeah, you know, and he wants to just do these little things. So go wants to go on eBay and buy car parts. Like that's it. He doesn't want to do anything else. So that's why. That's why your wife's not. That's my wife's not going to switch. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) yes. I I think I think she's on the verge. She's on the verge, and I think it's just because Chrome
0: has uh, made her so mad yeah (laughs) it's probably less work to move to a different browser
1: well sticking with our firefox theme this one this uh, firefox really struck a nerve so it's good it did i love it it yeah. yeah it's good all right our next email from steven says hey guys i was listening to the last episode and was surprised that none of you had had the same troubles as me with firefox my preferred distro is fedora and the error may originate there It does, it does. (laughs) But sites handling media such as Netflix never work properly for me in Firefox. Uh, Even after enabling DRM and the proprietary codecs, a second issue I have is relating to Google services, specifically anything that handles uploads, such as Google Drive and Google Photos. Firefox consistently locks up for me when trying to upload multiple large files, and eventually I have to crawl back to Chromium-based browsers. These are both real deal breakers for a daily driver. Hope this helps. Shed some light. Love the show. Steven. Dan, also, I want to thank you for however you put these emails in that I have to scroll 9,000 lines to the right to read a paragraph that is in one line in Cody. Wait a, thank a minute. You so much. Now, I asked you last week. Are
2: these formatted okay?
1: Can you see that just? Fine? And what did Joe say? What well, did they Joe look, say? Those were they great, look fine. guys. Yeah. They look fine until you realize half the nine tenths of the email is not on the page, and I've got to drag a little box across the bottom to read one line. You signed off on it, man. <laughs> Edit mode is your friend. Try that, Joe. <laughs> As I'm trying to keep up, I like if I move it too fast, I can get ahead. All right, so steven has got a problem, Leo. Our resident I got Firefox the guru, fix. What is it?
0: Back in October, I wrote a blog post about this, and it was so frustrating because I was in the same exact predicament. Not the Google Drive one, the uh, the Firefox and H two sixty four and Netflix and all that. Mm-hmm. So the answer is that unless you install RPM Fusion, you can't get the right things. So basically, long story short, you need RPM Fusion, and you need to go install either FFmpeg if you think you might use it, or at least FFmpeg libs, and that will pull in all of the H.264 and X.264 and blah 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 stuff that you need to make internet
1: stuff work right.
0: So we'll have a link in the this show This is a for step that. beyond
1: yeah. enabling DRM in the codec and the, and just getting the regular codecs. This is and we did, we went through the whole Fedora RPM Fusion, but yes. I just want to make that distinction because he said he put some effort into it, but
2: yeah. Looks yeah, like I, I don't too. know how well documented, beso- besides Leo's blog. Um, Dan, this is Dan.
0: It isn't, and that that's well, the thing. Like, okay, go. so OpenSUSE is like here. You want internet videos? Do this. Fedora, mm. not so much. It, it, they it does show up, but I swear when I wrote this post, I was in a huge pool of frustration because it's like, why is this not? everywhere do people mm-hmm. on fedora not watch netflix how did they get there they yep. all had to do this they all do it on chrome that's why actually that is the <laughs> answer well i i will
2: say rpm fusion does have some of this i think but it's like a couple of pages deep it's not like right there in your face uh, i guess so it's right. easy to miss i think
0: so someone i think that is seasoned on ubuntu that expects this to work they they yeah. hop on fedora And then the first thing that you got to do so that you can watch some Netflix while you're tinkering with the rest of your system is go figure out how to install RPM Fusion, then figure out that you have to install FFmpeg Libs. Like the the, the one thing that I had to do is I just nuked a Fedora install because all I used it for was a test bed to figure this out. And then I reinstalled everything so that I could have just exactly what I need instead of a bunch of other dangling libraries that may never get used. Yep. Anyway, long story short, that's how you fix it. On the Chrome thing, uh, the uh, the Drive thing, mm. uh, yeah, I know. I just wait. I, I drag it in there, and I just let it do its thing, and I wait. And you know why? Because Google doesn't care about your Firefox. And they so their don't. website no, they, works they, with no. Chromium.
1: Yes. yeah, yeah Works I,
0: great with Chromium.
1: Works great with Edge.
0: So concession number two, I concede, Drive yep. kind of sucks in
2: Firefox. Wow, lock. that's two for two on that. I'll say going back to the DRM stuff, like we talked about this, like must have been in a pre pre show or someplace. Firefox does DRM really well, actually. Yeah, just not on Fedora. Well, no, it, it handles the DRM part <laughs> really well. It just doesn't handle the libraries
0: to play the videos. Yeah, exactly. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, and and no matter how much you click yes on the hey we need to install Wildvine or hey we need yeah, to install yeah. whatever, mm. no, it doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't work. Yeah, no. So mm-hmm.
1: yeah, click on the link uh that'll that's how you fix it. <laughs> Thank you, Steven. Yeah. We appreciate it. Thank Excellent. you. And uh and hey, uh by the way, with the fido- for the Firefox thing, you know, we were asking kind of the rhetorical question. Like, well why are people leaving? Well this is why. Th- this is know. why it wasn't rhetorical because... I wanted to know. Uh, no, yeah. I'm saying but 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 we were asking it. We yeah. I think we have a, a grasp of of why. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a reason that Captain Firefox here, Leo, is is using brave but he's got or yeah Vivaldi he's got two concessions times.
2: so so far so
1: right, <sighs> right. There, there, there's there's reasons we just want to see if yours line up with ours so uh yeah, yeah. A- awesome thank you for the feedback it's great feedback all right firefox email number three says greetings i'm new to your show a whole two episodes under my belt well yeah thank you very much yeah, welcome Johnny aboard Null. during your latest episode you asked why someone would leave firefox here it is i've used firefox since way back when releases were big news When the idea of add-ons was cutting edge, Mm. but I have left it and will... Sorry, I'm scrolling to the right. (laughs) I have left it and will likely never return. One of your number mentioned politics as a potential reason, but readily dismissed it. I think that would be Leo. Let's put a name Uh, to the face. Yeah, I sure did. That is precisely why I've left Mozilla has come out in support of censorship and will likely begin to take an active role in such. Their abandonment of their core ideal of making the internet more open is disgraceful. Anyhow, cheers, fellas, and thanks for the podcast. Johnny Null. I can't argue with Johnny. Yeah, no, I can't <laughs> either.
2: No, I got
0: nothing. Well, let, let's let's kind of trot it out, I guess, for uh, for those that may not know. So I think what he's talking about with the the politics. So first things first, I think... People that pay attention to the politics of a company, how they deal with that stuff, is is a smaller group than the vast majority, because as we were talking oh, about sure. with privacy and security, it just goes, you know, right over most people because I don't care. I'm using a browser, I'm using it to get to the internet, I'm using so that's why I dismissed it. Not that there is zero that, that there are zero people that would use that as a reason to leave, but that it's a small number. So I agree. Yeah, yeah, it is. I definitely agree on that.
1: But do you think in this community it's a small number? No. Because I do feel like we're a little more plugged into who's behind the project. And, and because they are people that we're chatting with. They're people that we're talking True. to. You know, um, Now, maybe not the uh, CFO or CEO of Mozilla we're not chatting with, but- she
0: gets paid. We too are. Much to we chat are. With us. We
1: do. I think we do pay a little more attention to the uh, people that are putting these things together. Mm-hmm. So I think you're right in the grand scheme. Right. Yes. Most people who use Firefox aren't even in our little world. I get that, but I do think in our yeah in our realm, I think that's probably a big deal. Yeah, I think he makes probably more than we think. More than we think. Yeah. Uh, look how out of bent out of shape we get when Banjaro goes on a rant, or uh, you know anything when they you know somebody steps out or or what was the who got banned for like 75 years last month for saying something on a chat i don't know but uh it's that kind of stuff we, we all get all hyped up about it we're like ah that's not right or oh you good get rid of that guy like i do feel like we're a little more plugged well, in. well yeah there's yeah. a lot of passion I, I, I behind it too that. yeah yeah thanks johnny appreciate the email all right let's get on to our final email one of my favorites here this is a good one and you'll find out why soon mm-hmm. yeah uh, it says a uh, former Solus user here. Third-party thing has been de- uh, depreciated to be replaced by, if I remember correctly, don't quote me, by Flatpak integration with Budgie 11. Ooh, this is in development and it is slow. Visit their Reddit for issue or issue trackers for the update info. Love the project, but it moves way too slow for me, so I jumped to Void Linux. Big old heart sign after that sucker Ooh, too. Love mm-hmm. it. And finishes out by saying Med valiga How to Robin Lundgren. That's my best Swedish. It's way <laughs> I mean, better I than did I Swedish. We we all decided yeah. that I should not try this. Well, it, it it went it went awry um rather quickly. Yeah. Um
2: as you were r- my northern New York accent um, doesn't lend well to Swedish.
0: He's right. He's absolutely right on that. And we got confirmation of that from uh, Joshua Strobel when we put out the last episode uh, about Solus. And so he responded back to us, uh, yep, Flatpak and Snap will largely replace third party. Everything else that isn't supported by Flatpak and Snap will use our newer, more robust packaging system to repackage other sources such as Google Chrome. So yeah, you're absolutely right. And I don't know if your the development is slow comment was about the kernel thing, but they did fix that too. So five six to five ten, and uh, hey, we did get a new ISO spun up as yeah. well.
2: Yeah, four four point two. Yep,
0: that's right. I
1: tell you, Josh was all over that. Uh, yes, in response to us, like I, that was uh, some awesome feedback. It, I, I was really glad he took the time to uh, to address a lot of our concerns. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, like that, and and Robin echoes them. For sure, I agree absolutely. And, and
2: like I, I think almost anything that we had critical to say,
1: Josh had a had a great response. So, uh, Robin, I think for all of us, I would like to say tak för dit medalende, which means thank you for the message. I think in Swedish. <laughs> I think. Well, that's <laughs> what Google I said. i anyway. say, yeah, you did a <laughs> better job Google than told I did. Me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank you, Robin. We appreciate the message, and thank everybody for sending in their messages. Uh, we we appreciate them. We read them. Uh, not all of them are going to make it on the show, but we the ones that are pertinent, yes, let's talk about it. And this has been some really good feedback. So thanks a lot. We go now live to our correspondent in Red Rock Canyon for Mozilla Watch 2021. Leo, Leo, can you hear me? I followed uh, Mozilla
0: way out here. I don't know why they're on the fringes at this point, but there they are. If you look to the east, you can see them. And uh, something about super cookies. Uh, I don't know. I-, I can't tell. It's too far. I can't far. see it. There's something blocked. I can't see it. Ah, uh, I think P W. Oh no! I, yeah. don't, I can't tell. Oh god! Yeah. So super cookies. Super cookies. Have you seen this?
1: Super cookies. They're uh, tracking you yes. everywhere you go, all the time, twenty four seven. You. So big. They're so chunk. it's the ones with the chocolate chunks though, you know, and then they mm. put the little Mm-mm-mm-mm. macadamians and then I'm like super like it's irresistible. Yeah. So it's like you can only monster. fit one
0: one of those cookies in the
1: oven. Is that what you're saying? Only one. Oh, no, okay. this is like a, it's a like, the like
2: giant a, one, you know?
1: Yeah. Cookie cake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the kind of cookies that are, you're saying that's the kind of cookies that are in my browser? I mean, they are history? those are those
0: sound super,
1: but I I, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Mm.
0: Man. So super cookies. These are, uh, speaking of privacy, like we were talking about earlier, uh, super cookies are these tracking cookies that whenever you go in and you say, you know, delete everything from the past forever, nah. uh, yeah, no, these cookies don't get, they don't, they, they hide, they hide within other bits of the cash that you cannot easily get rid of. And Mozilla seemingly has, uh, has fixed it all for us.
1: And Leo, we know, we know be in the dollar sign. You're flush with cash. I mean, yeah, cash is I mean, full. I mean, I, I,
0: I totally just, uh, you know, bought the secondhand desktop for that. Yeah, it of shows
1: through your browser. That's how much money. how. Can that's you how see my super cookie are. from I here? Can, I can see it, your money, your cash in your browser. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. man, it's just overflowing. I can't help it. Mm.
0: So, what do you guys think? Of, what, what, what's your take on this super cookies? Um, do, do y'all actually care much about tracking?
1: Well,
0: yeah. <sighs> Yeah, I mean yeah. I care, yes, but like I don't yes. know how much
2: effort I'm going to put into this, right?
0: Well, see, that, I like that's the yeah. beauty of this, right? You don't have to put any effort into it, and Mozilla just swats them down for you.
1: So I like that. That's good. I think that's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can they fix everything else so that I want to use the browser that blocks the super cookie? Now,
0: see, now, so we've been talking about this a lot, right? I mean, Firefox has been a topic for almost all of the shows, and I think they're just going for. Things that you don't see, and I think that's unfortunate because Vivaldi mm-hmm. is doing the exact opposite of that. Mm-hmm. They are adding these user facing features, but Firefox is and worrying. getting extra
1: cookies. Mm-hmm. Like if you go, that I just what I just heard is if you go over to Vivaldi, one, you get to say a cool name for your browser. Yeah. I think it's just like that's a, a fa- it rolls fad. right
2: off the tongue. It's it's, it's fantastic. It's a fad.
1: Uh, but they they put extra super cookies. Like they got chocolate chunk, they got the M and M ones, they got the macadamia, they got some oatmeal raisin well, yeah, going, some cranberry L- white, chocolate. A little white like chocolate. They've got man. them all, all, all of them. Um, like, are they? Is super cookies a problem everywhere? And and now Firefox is like, we are super cookie man, cookie monster. We're gonna eat them all. Super savory. Is there anybody else doing this? Is this unique?
0: I don't think so. Not yet. But you know, if I had to pick one of the chromiums to do it first, it would be Brave.
1: Mm-hmm. Brave mm-hmm. would do
0: this. Well Absolutely. they're Brave.
1: They take on a project like that. Oh yep. yeah, of course. Got it. Um mm-hmm.
0: But I mean, the the thing about it all is that I mean, these super cookies get embedded into just weird stuff. Like mm-hmm. into the HSTS flags, the ones that make sure that that your uh that all your HTTPS stuff is on the up and up, right? Um mm-hmm. you know, just weird little tracking like that. And this is this is the thing that Firefox is preventing. Um, so I hope other browsers take this on. I mean, I, I think only the companies that, uh, make a lot of money tracking you online are the ones that are, that are really doubling down on this kind of stuff, but it's just good to see. It's finally good to see something that Firefox is doing that not everybody else has already done about seven ways. Yeah.
1: I, I do like it and I applaud the efforts. Um, and I'm not, I, I don't even want to make it like a backhanded comment. Like I was <laughs> kidding earlier. Can they fix all the other stuff? I, I mean, I'm, I'm no. no, no it's like, a good reason to this use is, it. Yeah. Yeah, th- this is a good reason, especially if this they're kind of leading the way. Like, I've, I'm, uh, to be honest, like, I didn't hear about super cookies before this really, this conversation. I'm like, what? Like, we already had cookies. Now we got super. Like, what isn't, like, yeah. next is like mega brownie crunch, something. Like, what? Yeah, mega brownie What crunch are they going to track us? Yeah, Next is it's not even going to be, like, hidden. Next is going to be a giant red flashing light on your browser that's like,
0: we're looking at yeah, you. Yeah, of course. Like, well, that's just, your webcam. That's why you put the little thing your over webcam. your webcam. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: why we've got to block the webcam. It's just going to regurgitate uh, your
2: keystrokes right there on the screen. So it. you can right, see it, right. yeah. It's just it.
1: the keylogger. Everything's built right. Yeah, in, you don't so got to push the
0: eyeball it. to show you your password anymore. It's just no. like it just scrolls right. across the screen. It's like, are you sure
2: this right. is your password? Wait a uh, minute. That's not the one you typed in last time. Use this one.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Google's going to be like, "Yep, hey, we too are blocking super cookies because we just invented ultra cookies." Oh, yeah, so,
2: exactly. Like, uh, uh, okay. You know, yeah.
1: Glad to see it. Uh, uh, good, good on them. Yeah. I hope they pair it with some more user-facing niceties that make Joe. You know, that's not going to To use their browser,
0: you know why? The law of equivalent exchange. If you get something, you lose something.
1: Uh, I know.
2: You had to so go. What there. did we lose? You had to go there. I, I had, had to. to. It's something I use all the time. That's that's what
1: we're gonna lose. Not in Firefox. You I know. don't use it in <laughs> Firefox. Though. Not anymore. No.
2: no, and I I never did. I never did. Yeah,
1: I do. I do have a couple that I use in Chrome that just make it nice.
2: But so we're we're talking about damn. progressive web apps PWAs. That's that's what we're mm-hmm. losing. It, and it was kind of a beta feature in in Firefox anyway, and it had some woes, I guess. So um, yeah, they decided to drop development
0: on that. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's sad. Do you think are there a lot of people using
1: PWAs? You think? Yes.
0: See, now, this is a conversation that Dan and I were having as well. And you know, Dan and I, Joe, did you do you did you know that Firefox had the ability to do progressive web apps where you just pop them out and use them as an as an
1: app instead of in the browser or whatever? I figured they did because you can do it in Chrome and Edge. I don't know if you can do it in Edge. I know you can do it in Chrome. Yeah, you can do it. I do it in Chrome. The new Edge, but it's not built into the. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I figured they could. I would have been disappointed if they couldn't. But again, I only use like one,
2: Mm.
1: and that's it. So, and I'm probably a geek, right? Well, well, that's true. Like, I mean, is it worth? So, if they got us, if it's something they have to support, I guess, is it worth throwing money at and and effort at? If it's not some they they have metrics right i'm sure right they can tell who's doing what and you know on some level maybe they look down and they're like hey guess what leo's the only guy using wpas with firefox how about we don't dedicate five engineers to that next year to be
0: honest i think that was that was exactly the conversation where it's you know very few people are using it people obviously use it there are people that are passionate about them but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I think that was it. It was a conversation that it's such a small minority. Let's dedicate our work to super cookies instead.
2: I guess, but I think it is something that is probably engineered towards um, like an enterprise environment. So this surprises
1: me that you don't use this at work, Joe. I mean, I do. Okay. But I don't use it a lot because now I, you know, and it maybe I should, yes.
2: Well, from a support standpoint, Like maybe not so much you, but anybody that you're helping to support, it gives them a similar experience all the time. And so they can go to the start menu or whatever you want to call it and click on the app and boom, it loads up. And they don't have to worry about loading the web browser and finding the bookmark and searching, you know, all all the things. It's
1: just right there. I fixed all that. You know why? When they launch their web browser, all their stuff preloads. So it takes yeah. 30 minutes or no, what? it doesn't, because I keep modern machines in front oh, of okay. my people. I'm, I'm just Well, on top on of you. that, I think a lot of those tabs don't even load until you open up the tab, right? They probably exactly. do. Yeah. Until yeah. you hit them. So, you know, like, and and, and really, I mean, we use... Uh, now, granted, we, like, I had to bump everybody up to 16 gigs of RAM because 8 was just... Mm-hmm. We were hitting it because we live in the browser these days. Yep. We have everything is. Really, they're yep. running... Yeah, they're running one there's probably they're running two desktop applications to to 15 tabs you know what i mean so yeah uh I, I get it but yeah i've just i've simplified instead of having them having to open 15 applications which is what basically what a progressive web app is they open their browser and all their stuff loads for them okay and and it's just there so they yeah. and they, they're used to tab you know moving through tabs and um that but that that's probably why and we we went Progressively, mm-hmm. we started out with all desktop apps, right? And then we went to like, oh, well, this is in the cloud now. Okay, now this is in the cloud. Over the course of the last fifteen years, oh, you know? for sure, and, yeah. And I think it slowly happened. But um, yeah, that's that's probably why. But um, now that you think about it, like, I don't, I'm surprised
2: I'm not using them more. <laughs> yeah, no. So instead of all those tabs, I mean, some people do like the independent applications. So you mm-hmm. know, even still, um, so that's the biggest use case that I can think of that that you would want to use these yeah.
1: enterprise seems like it. That's why I have my, my web mail in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because I hate losing my email in 50 tabs and I do, I, I'll, I'm like, gosh, where is it? Oh, and then I've opened four inboxes mm-hmm. in there. So the oh, one I, I need so for much. my office. Yeah. yeah. And so, or I get on um, my profile and I'll have opened several sets of tabs. And then I'm like, which set of tabs has my email in it? So I got to go, so this way I just have my email app yeah. kind of pinned in the corner it's a of my you know. Perfect desktop. example. So it's yeah. It's good. So what you're um,
0: saying is your folks could probably get by with a Chromebook. No. A sixteen gig of RAM Chromebook.
1: No. App, I still have two desktop applications that only mm. run on Chrome. Gotcha. Windows. Okay. So once those convert over, it's Chromebooks all the way down, huh? I no. <laughs> uh, no. No, because uh, for the price of a Chromebook, I can pretty much build and maintain a desktop, yeah. I think, That's these true. days of what they need and uh you know for the cost i think I, i've got these little micro uh mini itc I, itx's builds that are like 500 bucks when computers aren't nuts like right now it's a little more challenging to keep that uh, under i still want bucks. a 5800x and yeah i just
0: can't have anything you i want get, yeah it's, it's you know, not you're available
2: get unobtainium
1: <sighs> you'll you'll get that processor long before you get a video card, though. I promise you that. Hey,
0: I don't need a video card. If I can get that processor, yeah, yeah. by the time I get that processor, everything will have been ironed out. All of the issues, and I'll have BIOS updates yeah. to do, and everything will just be smooth sailing, right? Right? You know, like my ex- like my experience.
1: Like my experience. Yeah, of course. Was so oh, smooth. see,
0: all you had to do is update the BIOS.
1: Yeah. Uh, If I could have bought you one, I would have. <laughs> but they were they were one I was able to, allowed to buy one processor and one. Yeah, so video card, I'm okay with been, waiting.
0: I'm already going to wait for the I, Mac. I'll wait for this too. I've
1: been back to that store like three or four times. Oh and man. still know. There's man. It's just yeah. Dust, well, it, like on the shelves. Just last week, yeah. I saw
2: somebody selling the 2700X, which is what three generations yeah, old now. Yeah, but like oh. for the same price that you're going to, oh. they're advertising for the you know 5800. Nope. I'm not like, doing it. I have no. a buddy
1: who's just a buddy who's just getting into PC building. Like he's never built one before. Oh, what a, oh,
0: how horrible. I know, I know. It's a bad time.
1: But the poor guy, he sent me a screenshot of a Mm 5,600 video card. Okay. And it was $575. Ah, No. And I said, don't you dare yeah. <laughs> don't you dare he was ready to lay down that.
0: the cash for that
1: well he because de- he doesn't know i know he's never built a thing that's and so scary because I, I kept telling mm. him i go i go no 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 that's 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 more than i paid for my 5700 xt like day one right that's yeah like day one yeah. that's <laughs> what i mean like that's yeah. and that's a 5600 and you were fighting like,
0: bitcoin miners and uh well yeah. crypto
1: miners and stuff right that's more than i paid for the 6800 like uh, that's
2: no no don't, do I,
1: I go, no, don't do that. I go no, don't do, don't He's like, but then I can't build a computer. I go, you will, It's just not the one you want right now. Like, Patience. let's just wait. Yeah. Like here, I'll loan, you, I'll, I'll take a card out of my, my mining rigs and loan you one for a while, because <laughs> this is not. Don't do it. That's a waste. It's oh, such a man. waste. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a, that, that card should be three hundred bucks, three hundred twenty-five bucks. Yes. I don't Tops. know. Didn't you get no, your? Not even. You got a five thousand six hundred, uh, didn't you? For what about the kids? The kids uh, five thousand five 5500s. Or fifty five, and okay,
2: uh, yeah. but they were they were like two, two something. something right? Yes, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, Yeah.
1: It's 50, it's, yeah. Anyways, I I told. No, I'm no, no. So, so frustrated. Well,
0: to yeah. to wrap up the Mozilla Watch, uh, PWAs are dead, right? Um, I actually mm-hmm. didn't know any of this was going on. You know why? Because in Linux Mint, I have this thing called the Web App Manager that does Eesh, all this for uh, me. So mm-hmm. I mean, it just it it all just went right over my head. I'm like, because when this whole conversation started. Back when we were talking about PWAs and Chromium in general, I was like, "What's a PWA?
2: Mm-hmm. I, I don't know
0: what this is. What? What? What is that?" And then, as it's described to me, I'm like, "Oh, yeah, no, I do this. I, I totally do this, and I can do it with any browser. Any browser I want, GNOME Web included. Mm-hmm. And my only two are one for Plex and one for Nextcloud. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. Yeah. So I hope." That if you're on Firefox and you're really devastated by this by this change in Firefox 85, I don't think we said it the entire time, Firefox 85 is where all these changes are coming. If you're devastated by this, I hope the web app manager gets flat packed up real fast because they did that with Hypnotics. Uh, so I'm hoping, I'm just hoping uh, web app manager gets flat packed as well and you can still take advantage of Mozilla PWAs. So I, I think that's still, I don't know. It's a workaround, but it'll get the job done.
1: Hmm. Mm.
0: Joe, what are you thinking? What?
1: I don't know what I'm thinking. Okay, it's fine. I, I was yeah, ready to go toe to toe. I, I know. Hey, I hope. Uh, yeah, good for you, Mint. That's good. Good for you. That's right. Great. Thanks for sharing with the community, Mint. Hey, so, hey. So loving. They're, so they're not.
0: They're not stopping anybody.
1: I. I'm I having say, anything.
0: It's fine. It's all right.
1: It's all right. <laughs> I wish they'd work work a little more on the website. Leave Leave the PWAs alone. <laughs>
0: okay, I'll agree with the website. <laughs> yeah, you got that one. <laughs> Still burns the eyes.
1: I got to get my my monthly dig in. Sorry. Uh, well, are we, uh, everybody all synced up with this? Oh, it's time for our new, new segment. Oh yeah. Well, our new segment entitled Chrome Watch 2021. I can't even say it. It's so stupid. (laughs) Yeah, it is. (laughs) You know it's not to hire
0: to name segments. It's just not us. No, no, no. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: But if you want to get somebody who's going to laugh about things they're doing and act like fools... Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. sign yeah. us up. We're are here, you guys. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're available. <laughs> uh, so Chrome uh, is also having some a moment. Um, well, Chrome, Chromium, Google uh, having a moment as far as syncing going. So um, in the famous lines of a show that we cannot name because we'll get copyright um, that involves people living in New York City, no sync for you. Right, true. Why no sync? What's going on with the sync?
0: Uh, Google said they just, they're going to take their toys and go home. That's what they said. Yep. Uh,
1: sounds sounds like Google.
2: And so they, they even, like, at first we were like, well, does this impact chromium? And we're like, nah, I can't, right?
0: Because that's kind of
2: Google's, right?
0: Yeah. So in the initial post, they were like, this is a third party chromium thing. And I'm like. Well, they didn't call out Chromium. Just They just said third-party Chromium. So they're talking about Brave and Vivaldi and Opera and you know, uh-huh. all these other ones. E- but and not, Chromium. But yep. not Chromium. <laughs> Chrom-
2: chromium <laughs> included, though, apparently.
0: Yeah. So they clarified. They came back and they mm-hmm. clarified in they the Google to. Chrome API bug thingy, whatever their Bugzilla thing is called. Uh, and they clarified. And they were like, nope, Chromium is included mm-hmm. in all mm-hmm. of this. So I didn't think anybody else was really using it, but Chromium does. When you sign into Google stuff, you get your little picture, and everything yep. starts syncing up, and mm-hmm. you get history and all that stuff. Well, not anymore. Well, soon. In March. Mm. March 14? March 15? Something like that?
1: Just don't, just don't update. Which is like soonish.
0: Yeah. Oh, wait. So you're saying just get on Debian? <laughs> just get on just
1: Debian. Just get on Debian, you, you'll, and
0: you'll have the old Chromium and everything will be good.
1: If you get on the latest Debian, you'll be on well, packages from, I don't know, 2014 Chrome yeah, anywhere. Or so take. it's fine.
2: I'll <laughs> tell you. Like, <laughs> so Debian is even discussing I mean they're getting ready for uh Bullseye, right? The next release. Mm-hmm. And uh there's discussion on, you know, do we keep Chromium? Do we drop Chromium? Because it's a lot of work. And, you know, I think yeah. this probably plays a part. The features coming out and it's not the same. It's not compatible. I mean, all those things, right? So- Ah, just it hurts. It hurts. It's 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 not just
0: that Fedora had that same exact conversation. The same conversation. Mm -hmm. uh, Tom Calloway on Twitter talk Mm -hmm. about you know it wasn't anything concrete, but it was. Do we even bother? I mean, Chromium's big thing was that it was basically Chrome without being Chrome, and you get the Mm -hmm. sync and everything else. So why why? Why do we want to put all that effort into it? So nothing's going to happen with it. It's going to still be packaged. But, I mean, the question's out there. It It is now a real question that is rippling through all of the distros and whether or not they want
1: to put the work in. So is that the killer feature of Chromium? It's got to be. It's It's one of them.
0: It's got to be because if you... Otherwise, why wouldn't you just use Brave or Vivaldi or Opera or some other browser that is on the same base, has way more features, and
2: works? Well, in, in some of those <laughs> other browsers, they have their own sync system anyway, so does it matter? Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, they don't care, like right? I think Brave is one of them, right? They have yeah. Brave own. is
0: one. Vivaldi is one. Opera is one. Yeah. yeah,
2: and and so oh, so Edge
1: if, is one. Edge is one as well.
2: Edge,
1: right? yeah. Is if if nobody so. If we're not, if they're not going to package it, which I, I, I know you said they didn't decide not to, right? right so they're, right. they're still, they're it, planning They're on just thinking it. about it, right? Yeah. But that almost makes you think like, should it exist anymore? Like do, who's using it? If, 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 if that was the feature, like the, the, basically getting all the Google gobbledygook, but not being the Google gobbledygook, so to speak, uh, or being under their fingers. Until you sign fingers, in. Yeah. Until you sign in. Well, yeah, I mean that's the thing. But do those people care? If that's the no, majority of people easy. using it, why they're just gonna? They've been installing it because it was in the in the repo. Yeah. It, now they're just gonna go to Chrome's website, click install, and be done. Right. All
0: of the Chromium-based browsers are like that now. Uh, un- unless you want Chromium itself, which is which is likely in your repo, you do have to go and take extra steps and go install right. your browser or whatever. Otherwise, yep. what are you going to so- use? firefox Firefox. and we've all we've already all decided that that is not the case (laughs) right
2: use firefox to get your other browser that's what you use firefox for
0: firefox has become internet explorer oh (laughs) how it pains me to say that
1: i know go install this new browser from this little company it's called edge you'll be happy yeah it'll run underground company no one's heard of them yeah No, 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 no it's 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 new. Soft Micro, I think. Something Something like that. that. Yeah, yeah, something. Those guys. SoftBank. I don't know. Something. Yeah. So just, uh, you know, do yourself a favor.
0: Well, uh, you know, so I want to put the question out now. So before we asked about Firefox and what kept you there and what scared you away and all that kind of thing. But now I want to know about Chromium. Mm. Were you using Chromium? You know, I, I will say, actually, I do use Chromium to do anything Mintcast related. I do Chromium. It's all in that browser and okay. I mean it's packaged up for me I have it it's fine I don't care it's just a browser and I'm not worried about security privacy or things like that in that browser so it's all it's all that so I do use it but it's certainly not a daily driver I log into it once every week or so to check on things and that's about it mm-hmm. but for everything else it's it's some other browser mostly Firefox a lot of Brave and maybe a touch of Edge but yeah not chromium so do you use chromium if you're the one that is using chromium for 99 percent of your stuff why
1: yeah tell us about it yeah
0: i'd love to hear what's what's the killer chromium feature
1: yeah what are we missing tell us sell me on it hey i'll switch back hey you're you're missing pretty little blue icon down there i don't know hey
0: that's it right looks like chrome but it's almost not yeah
1: so does the little blue E.
0: Ooh, oh, it's true. Except your yeah. little blue E has a dev thing on it, and that scares people away. It's got some green it in it as well. so it's, it's <laughs> it, just... it
1: doesn't, de- look, that doesn't scare anybody in the Linux community. That's ab- it, yes, that tracks that's true. them. They put that there as a badge. Oh, get this <laughs> developer. <laughs> I get it right from Git. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah, boy. Woohoo. Anyways, yeah, let us know. Chromium, if it's your deal, we want to know about it. Absolutely. Thanks. How's... To the keep of the ing. Housekeeping. I'm keeping your house.
0: You had your I'm... house, but now I have your house. I'm keeping your oh, house. D-
1: please give me back my house. I'm homeless. You cannot have your I house. I need some house. It i give you fluffy pillows. No, this, this is too scary. Please keep fluffy pillows. pillows and I will give your keep house your... back. Keep your pillows. I just need my roof in the shed. Maybe an electrical outlet, <laughs> a cat five cable. Or my
0: phone, please. Yeah, fiber. Fiber a phone. to the shed.
1: I'll be happy with a she shed with a skylight.
2: Oh boy. We digress. A lot. The podcast community has some fantastic members, and we want to make sure to highlight that. Our podcast showcase has Going Linux. Join Larry and Bill as they deliver some great content that will help the new users as well as experienced ones. Now, I listened to the last episode and they talked about, um, you know, audio streaming services that, that were available on Linux and Napster, it was Napster. They talked about Napster, but I thought it was really good. It was, it was informative. I think uh, it was good to know where some of these streaming services, uh, stand and, you know, how compatible they are with Linux, whether they've got a native app or, you know, you got to use the web browser, um. So I don't know this is just a prime example of you know great great Linux podcast I think
0: well Spotify right because now they're going to listen to you and then suggest things to you so the yeah uh, they they hear you say something about boombathon and then they're like hey you want that you want that boombathon playlist how about how about right here right yeah. right now
1: boombath Boom Hey, listen, just it's look it Boom-athon. up. Just look it up.
2: Uh, no, I'm not, I, not, no, not, no, no, because then I'll get more suggestions. <laughs> I'm gonna
1: get a major super cookie from that. I'm not yeah, looking exactly. get two super cookies
0: from that one, man. Yeah.
1: Larry and Bill, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it sparked yeah, up a whole Larry conversation about sailing the seven seas and Napster and the OG days and Lars Ulrich and oh man, it was so good. Those those were good times.
1: So true story the first Linux podcast I ever found was theirs was going nice. That's It's how I found all the others because actually, kind of like we do, they'll shout out other podcasts out there and I was like, oh, let me go check this one out. Let me go check this one. But I had Googled and Googled when I first got into, was getting into Linux and I was trying to find stuff and, uh, and uh, wanted to listen to podcasts about it and I couldn't find anything that would come up and then theirs popped up first. I'm like, all right, let me try it out and yeah. So what you're saying uh, is, it a while. Larry and Bill, if you're listening...
0: You're the entire reason that Joe is where he is today.
2: Wow. Well, you made Joe the man he is. Blame Larry and Bill. Hey, blame. Oh. there you go.
0: Blame Larry and Bill. <laughs> You're going to wrap him in all that. No,
2: it's great stuff. I, I think it's good. Yeah, it- 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 and like Joe figured out, it it's great for the new user, and they'll help you get on track. Yeah. All right. Feel free to send your emails to contact at show, and we can have a discussion about them on the show. We love getting the feedback and we love having the episodes about them. So please do. We also appreciate all of our sponsors on Patreon. And if you would like to join them in supporting the show, head on over to
0: patreon.com slash Linux userspace. So Joe gave me $2 signs in my name. And I'm just curious if we need to make that three or not. Yeah,
1: maybe four. Yeah. It depends. It depends. You got to go to patreon.com slash Linux user Yeah. Right now, it's about an uh, eighth of a, of a dollar sign. If anybody out there uh, is interested in uh, helping Leo. No, I, I just
0: need a third dollar sign. I think that, that's, that's yeah, really it. Yeah, just needs it.
1: a third dollar sign. So hook them hook up. Hook them up with a dollar sign. Dollar, dollar, dollar.
2: Uh, please follow us on Twitter at Linux user to get all the latest announcements for this show and highlights for things that impact your user space. We also have our growing Telegram group. Please join us at linuxuserspace.show slash telegram to continue on over there. Lastly, don't forget to rate this podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcast application. And like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube where you can get video. Yes.
0: (gasps) We're like big bobbleheads now. Yeah. man. Talking heads da, 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 da. See this is why you want to check out housekeeping Because we don't do a lot of movement during the show Except for when we're talking and then now This is it, doing the bobblehead <laughs> This is what you pay for
2: Yeah this is it, this is what the patrons pay for
1: Oh <sighs> uh, Thanks patrons
2: You can always get more information at our website dot show. <laughs>
0: This is App Rescue, where we focus on the Zilla. Wait, is that right?
2: That works for me. Yeah, let's focus on something.
0: Rescue Zilla. (laughs) Rescue Zilla. Do you know what a Cronus true image, backup image, rescue image is? Something like that, I
1: think. It sounds expensive. It's a a sentence with a lot of images.
0: It is. It is. I I don't know. 60 bucks, it's kind of expensive. That's expensive to me, right?
1: Dropping 60 bucks on something. Well, tell me about it, Leo. Well, How much is RescueZilla? It is $0.00, Joe. But what if I want to use it
0: for six months? It's four easy payments of $0.00,
1: Joe. Wow. What if I want to burn it to a USB and use it over and over and over again? That'll
0: be five bucks. I'm just kidding. It's $0.00, Joe. <laughs> oh, nice.
1: Unbelievable, Unbelievable yo. value, Joe.
0: Unbelievable. I can't believe it. So. RescueZilla, if you've ever used something like a Cronus True Image or Macroom Reflect or EasyUS to do backup, those things, right? What do they do? They, they image your drive and they put it to a file or they image your drive and put it to another drive. That's what RescueZilla is. So it is a graphical front end bootable. So it's got some rescue bits in it, but it's really just meant to boot up into it. And it's going to use part clone and pig's. Okay this this is my that favorite thing good. in the whole world. It is it's fantastic. Pigs. So it's gzip, right? P I G Z. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it is gzip but multi-threaded. So if you've ever done oh, wow. like a tar gz whatever you did the whole thing, right? You notice it only pegs one core and then right. you have to wait forever. Yeah. Pigs is multi-threaded so it'll use the full capacity of your CPU to compress all of your things. And I just got done a couple of days ago getting an image of the Microsoft. Did I talk about this in the show? I don't even remember. I, I was talking to you about it, Dan. No, it was uh, before but, the show. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's the deal, right? I had, I had this Windows partition, but I'm not going to use it, but I feel like eh, I'll hang on to it. No big deal. So I used Rescuezilla, booted right up. I took an image of the disk, put it on a two terabyte drive. It took, and we're talking a 30 gig image. It took five minutes. Wow. I've got mm. a screenshot to prove it. It took 5 minutes to image the entire thing. Wow. Granted, it came from an SSD, but it wrote to a USB spinning disk. So, I mean, we're talking yeah, 100 so that's, megabytes that's, a second or whatever, right?
2: That's really quick.
0: So the compression is wow. fantastic. GZIP is pretty good. Uh compresses all your stuff up, gives you one, well, it actually gives you a few files and um that that's that's it. You just hang on to that little folder and it'll it'll take care of you. The 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 coolest thing is that let's say you're using a FAT32 drive. I don't know why you would do this. I, I don't know. I You got to give me a reason.
1: Because it's supported in Linux. That's why. It's in the kernel now. I
0: use XFAT myself because it you know, you handle big a files. Better, yeah. But let's say XFAT. you got a FAT32 drive and that's what you're using. No problem. Rescuezilla breaks up, well, PartClone breaks up these files into four gig pieces. Nice. So it'll always work on FAT32. So you don't even have to worry. Like what, what format is my heart? It doesn't even matter doesn't matter just boot it up and use it don't even think about it it'll hmm. work
1: is somebody out th- please write us if you're using fat 32 on a drive yeah. that you're gonna clone something too please you, please write you gotta tell me please write your use case I hope what, what operating system small.
0: is small enough to fit on a four gig anything
1: I, please please let us know okay and wonderful. someone's gonna
0: come up in here and tell us uh raspberry pi and i'm gonna be yep. like yeah no you're yeah. right
1: <laughs> yeah whatever it's true okay other than
0: other than raspberry pi yeah so here, here's a cool thing, and you're, you're, what you're thinking? You're saying, you know, Leo, I, I use Clonezilla, I don't need Rescuezilla, and you know what? I don't even know that Clonezilla would be compatible. Well, you're wrong. It would be compatible. It is oh. compatible. Rescuezilla handles anything that comes out of Clonezilla, brings it in. Oh, you use funky options? It don't matter. Rescuezilla can handle that too. So mm-hmm. here's the one thing that they are working that they're working on a couple of things. One of the things that they are working on is redo rescue. They have their own format. All right, what is Redo Rescue? I don't know. So Redo Rescue, about eight years ago, just poof, off the internet. Nobody knows where the dev went. And then uh, about six months ago, the dev was like, hey, guys, I'm still alive, and I'm going to continue <laughs> working on Redo Rescue, right? Yay! In the middle there, <sighs> Rescuezilla was like, where did Redo go? And so they forked it, and that's RescueZilla. Now they're, they're two totally separate branches. Read Your Rescue is a thing. RescueZilla is a thing. Re- RescueZilla is based on Ubuntu. Read Your Rescue is based on Debian. So they're diverging. They have different feature sets and stuff. But that's, that's the idea. RescueZilla is what I'm wanting to focus on the app today.
2: <laughs> yeah. And,
0: and that, that's, that's really it, man. It, it will back up your stuff. It will put it in a folder, and you just – that's it. You, th- there's also a uh, a backup browser. It's in beta, but mm-hmm. you can go into your backups and pick out one or two files oh, that nice. you need, right? Because, mm. I mean, how many of us have not accidentally nuked the wrong hard drive, Joe? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea, Joe, who did that, Joe? Uh, I don't me know. Me neither.
1: I mean... Obviously, you can tell by looking at my camera, my stuff's always running great. Yeah. yeah. So Nobody I don't on know this who show, would do that. Yeah. Joe. No. Nobody, Joe, nah. has ever, Joe, Nobody done would that, Joe. blow out drives. On this show, no, Joe. No, not at all. Hey, so quick question. Most important question I got. The answer's probably Most no. Most important question. It's an ISO. Yes. Does it work with Ventoy? You know it. That's, uh, that
0: is how I yeah. booted into it to That's get oh, my yeah. Windows okay. image. Sold. 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 Yes. So Sold. Yep, I'm, I'm absolutely a hundred percent on board with RescueZilla now. Nice. Yeah. Go use it. You need an image of something? Go do it. There's there's one last feature that I want to tell you about, and that is the device to device thing. It's not ready yet. So if you've got a drive, two drives into a computer and you just want to copy one to the other, not mm-hmm. yet. Not yet. But you can do you can take an image of a drive and store that on a on a secondary drive and then just restore that image to okay. the new drive. So there's a way to do it. It's not one-to-one just yet. It's coming. It's in the works. But sit tight. It'll be here. Okay. Right. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So go put that on Excited. your toy stick, get it ready for the one time you need it, and it'll be
1: there.
2: I'm going to wait till we're done recording to go download it. But yeah, I think that's going to happen.
1: I'm doing it now, right now. I, I need to find a way to use my Ease US to do backups. You know, because you, you use it and then you pay for that software. And then if you want to restore them, you gotta pay for like another software. <laughs> and then if you wanna look at it, you gotta pay for another <laughs> yeah, software. No, no. And then if you wanna if you wanna get rid of the first software, you gotta pay for the cleaner software. Oh boy. The, what a racket. Yeah. Remember when they were free? Mm. Yeah. They'd, I do. Actually
0: yeah. I mm-hmm. I taught some classes using that one because it was free. Yeah. I, I use Macrium now for for the same purpose, s- but Yeah.
1: You send a new user to to East US and they'll come out like two thousand dollars <laughs> deep yeah. buying software. To do, to make a backup in a clone. Isn't
0: that the point, yeah. right? It's was like, oh, I have about eight backups. Well, can you use them? No, but I have the backups. Nope.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right. They look nice on a drive. Mm.
0: It's kind of like, that actually kind of reminds me of the uh, the crypto thing, the crypto ransomware or whatever. Mm-hmm. Hey, yep. uh, you have your data, but you can't use your data.
1: Yeah, you, you, right. you can't see it. Yeah. Coming up next time, we'll be talking about the distro of the month for February, PC Linux OS, and the revolutionary new fangled Trinity Desktop Environment. Oh the nostalgia. Walk down memory lane Trinity desktop yeah, environment. It's so new, it's old. What is old is new again. Hmm. Yeah. Uh We've been having fun this month. Yeah. We hope you've been joining us with it. Uh, and also, if you're not into TDE, you've got KDE, which they've uh, they've got uh, uh, Mate. Um, and what was the other one? Mm. BusyBox? Well, OpenBox. <laughs> BusyBox. Open Let's box. not
0: go to BusyBox. BusyBox <laughs> is bad.
1: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the reason box. I don't know the answer to that
0: question is because we were talking about TDE for a little bit, and there are a couple of things that it doesn't do. So did we agree? That we're gonna try, we're gonna main TDE, but we're gonna off to the side.
1: Uh, all right. You mean we're gonna use plasma like I've been using for the last two? I
0: weeks. mean,
2: yeah. I, I did install plasma as well, but like I got TDE as yes. well, so I've got them both. I've got yeah. yeah. I'm doing them both. Oh, I've been I've yeah. been
0: maining TDE, and it's brought yeah. so much nostalgia back. Oh my god, that alien cityscape wallpaper! I can't get enough of it. It's my favorite. It in 2002. That's the wallpaper that I put on this on, on my
1: Slackware machine. oh, memory lane. It just doesn't yeah. do it justice. No no joke. I spent a solid two hours. It was two episodes of the program that I'm supposed to be watching with my wife mm-hmm. while I was buried in my computer <laughs> just digging through the menus and just looking at stuff and just the the nostalgia of it all. Like it just took me kind of back to a different time. So I, I, I really enjoyed just picking through it and uh Once I could see it on my 4K monitor, once I got to where I could see it, I enjoyed picking through it. Yeah, cool. A lot of fun. Well, we want to thank everybody. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Thank you all for listening and for your support. Please follow along as we continue to test PC Linux OS. Get in there, try it out, expand your knowledge, see what you can break and then fix again. It's big brain time. Big Big brain brain time. Where can we find you fine folks?
0: You can find me at Leo Chavez
1: on Twitter. You can find me at casey 2 Easy, And you can find me at JoJo underscore Fett. Thanks. We'll see you soon in the Linux user space.
0: This is AppRex Rescue. Hold on, wait. Yeah, do it again. At do it again. Brec- no, I had it right. No, I had it right, and then I stumbled over the word.
1: He said, he said, at Brexit. That's what he said. This is at We're Brexit. We're jumping a ship. Got plenty of that. Coming up next time, when Leo's not saying anything. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Leo. <laughs> All right, that's it, huh? Oh, let's fix this. What did it say, Solus? Yeah. Oh, I don't want you to read that. I was going to read it anyways.
0: PC yeah. Solus OS
1: yeah yeah pc
0: solace
1: Solus. all right
0: the end yeah ah, okay psh, yeah. yeah all right so is obs still going do the uh do the do the folks on youtube get this
1: yeah it's, it's still going i
0: can turn no, it off I, i'm i'm not i'm not asking you to we're we're running short on time so i'm probably gonna have to run in a sec but uh other than yeah, that
2: I go eat we did pretty good though honestly we did
1: and it was my fault for delaying you can blame me yeah wow.
0: oh no i was gonna don't worry about that